0: You're listening to the Bread of Life podcast, featuring my latest teachings from the Word of God. The Word is truth and life to those who find Him, and Jesus is ready to be found. I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to Myself. Amen. Exodus 19 verse 4. It says, ye have seen what I did to the Egyptians. You have seen it for yourself. You have bore witness to what I have done. And I bear you on the eagle's wings and brought you to myself. He brought them out. He performed the miracles and did all the wonders, carried them through that Red Sea. He brought them out, separated them from that which was to bring them unto himself. With everything that was done there in Egypt, the ultimate goal was to bring them to himself. The ultimate plan was to bring a people unto himself so that they would declare that he is their God. And in return, he would declare that they are his people. He separated them from the life of slavery. He separated them from their life of sin unto himself so they will become his chosen possession. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2 verse 9 that we are a chosen generation, a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. It says that we are a peculiar people. We are not like the world. We are a peculiar people. It says that we are a holy nation. We are separated unto God and unto Him alone. We are chosen, chosen for His purpose, chosen for His will. We are a chosen people. But for what? The Bible says, so that we may declare and show forth the praises of Him who have called us, who has called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. We are a chosen people, separated unto God to show forth his praises, separated unto God to worship him, You know, the Lord says to Pharaoh through the mouth of Moses, he says, let my people go so they will worship me, so they can serve me. You see, he brought us out unto himself, so we will worship him and him alone. You see, the Lord is looking for worshippers. The Lord wants to reveal himself onto a people of worshippers. He brings us out to usher us in to a people of worshippers. And the first lesson for every worshipper is to know God. And so it is when we have been translated into His marvelous light, we gain the knowledge of God. Having this knowledge positions us to worship the Lord in truth. Having this knowledge positions us to worship the Lord from our heart and not our lips. For how can we worship a God we do not know? How can we be obedient to the words of Jesus if we do not know him? Jesus says, I am the way. But how will we follow the one who is showing us the way if we do not know him? And so this is it. This is it. He brings us out to bring us to himself so we may know the true and living God so we may know the God of Israel, so we may know the strength of Israel, so we may know the Holy One and the only One who can save. The Bible says to show forth His praises when the Lord reveals Himself to us and we reason with ourselves about the goodness of God. We have no choice but to praise and bless his name. We have no choice but acknowledge that God is good. And we join with the others and say that indeed, his mercy enjoyed forever. He brought them out and led them through the wilderness. He led them through a dry and barren place. He led them through a place where no help could be found. He led them through the wilderness so that they could know that it is God and God alone they ought to depend upon. He led them through a place in which the bread of heaven shall be that in which shall sustain them. He led them through a place in which their sufficiency shall be in God and God alone. And it is through those experiences they knew God. It is through those experiences they knew God as provider. They knew God as the one who will provide for their needs. It is through those experiences they got to know God as deliverer because he delivered them from all their enemies. It is through those experiences in the wilderness they got to know God as a covenant keeper, a promise keeper because the Bible says that every promise he promised to the Israelites, he kept. He kept. They all came to pass, the Bible says. The wilderness is a place in which we get to know God on a deeper level, on a higher level, and He brought them out to reveal Himself. Oh, I'm, I'm smiling right now because the Bible says that we are His treasured possession. He brought us out but did not leave us as orphans. We are his treasured possession. And when you have something that means much to you, you have something in which you highly regard, you do every and anything to protect it. The Bible says that for 40 years that the clothes they wore did not wear out that the sandals on their feet did not wear out because the Lord kept them. He kept his chosen. You see, the disciples asked Jesus who had sinned. They said, was it this man's parents or was it this man that has sinned while he's blind? And the Lord answered and said that no one has sinned in this case. No one has done wrong in this case. But what you see happening right now is happening so that the words of God can be made manifest in him. What you see happening right now is happening so that there'll be a praise that will go forth from this. And the story continues there in John, the book of John 9. It continues and it says that Jesus healed the blind man. He healed him from his blindness. He healed him from the power of darkness. And the people around him, the Pharisees, they asked him, who is this man that has done this? And the man who was blind said, I don't know. And so we have a man here who has been touched by God. He's been healed by the power of God. And yet he knows not who he is. And the story continues. And Jesus manages to catch up with the man and says, do you believe in the Son of Man? You see, this is the goal of all things. Do you believe in the Son of Man? For this reason, our Lord Jesus has been sent, so that we will believe in him. He asks the man, do you believe in the Son of Man? And the man who was blind said, who is he? And tell me that I may believe in him. Jesus then reveals himself unto the man and says, you have seen him and he is one speaking to you. When the man who was blind heard thus words, he says, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Oh, this is wonderful. The Lord brought him from the power of darkness into his marvelous light. This is wonderful. The Lord has brought him out from the power of darkness and brought him to himself. Brought him out so he would have a revelation of Jesus. He brought him out so that he would worship him, and declare his name, and declare his praise, and declare that he is a God that healeth thee, so that he will declare that he is the son of the living God. You see, maybe you've read this story before, or you've heard this story before, and the focus has been on the healing of the man's eye. But I tell you, The focus of this story is knowing Christ. It's for him to know Christ. The manifestations of God took place in the healing. But the true goal was to save this man's soul. It was for him to know Christ and to make him known. Blind from birth for this very hour for this very moment so that he will know the Son of the Living God so that he too will be ushered in as a worshipper of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ it's not by works we are saved but it's by faith faith in Christ Jesus. And it's because of his great mercies towards us that he draws us to himself. Because of his great mercies towards us, he brings us out so we are not consumed and brings us to himself. He brought us out so that we will get to know him and get to know his Goodness, get to know the wonders of God so we can declare this unto a generation. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The fullness of the earth is the Lord's. We are a people that make up that fullness. And the Bible says that the fullness of the earth is His. And out of all creation, he has made us his chosen possession. He has chosen us as a people in which he wants to reveal himself. You see, the Lord is ready to reveal himself. He desires to be sought by us. He desires to be found by us. Because of that, the Bible even says that he is ready to be found, to be found by a people who will seek him. And I believe his word which says that if we seek him, we shall find him, we shall find the one who is ready to be found. And in finding him, we shall know him and we shall know his goodness. But perhaps we have not asked of Him. Perhaps we have not seeked Him. And so we are missing the manifestations of the workings of God in our lives. He is ready, but perhaps you say, I'm not ready. He says to you, here I am. And you say, I don't want to give myself away. My friend, there is coming a day when the night shall draw upon us, and when there is night, no work shall take place. And we ought to seek the Lord while he may be found. It's not seeking him when we feel like all desire, but it is seeking him while he may be found, because the night draweth near. Lord said that I have seen the affliction of my people and I have heard their cry from their taskmasters in Egypt. He says, I have now come down to rescue them. It was from their cry unto God that he moves to come down to rescue them. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ wants to deliver you from that which you are being afflicted by. He wants to deliver you from that life of torment and sin. That life of no hope and no hell. He wants to come in. If you ask of Him, He will do just that. He wants to reveal Himself to you and not just partial of Him but all of Him. If you but have faith as small as a mustard seed and believe Him to be your Lord and Savior, believe Him to be the Son of God, I am believing that he will reveal himself to you, translate you from the power of darkness and into his truth. If you confess your wrongs and confess that he is the true living God, and you will enter into his rest. In Jesus' name. Love of God, the grace of Jesus, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you today and always. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening to the Bread of Life podcast. Visit our website, nomoreblind.com. For more information regarding this podcast and many others, share this message with your friends and family and help us spread the Word of God, which restores our soul. Until next time, remember, the grass may wither and the flower may fade, but the Word of God will never change.